Jedediah is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedediah Diaries, Jedediah Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now the song is through. Hello, and welcome to week 33 of the Jedediah Diaries. I am your host, Jedediah Baker. And I'm Tori Puckett. Did I ever tell you where I got my, my name? Uh, yeah, I think you did. From a Joyce Carol Oates novel. That is correct. Yeah. There's that memory we all know and love. Mm-hmm. I don't know which novel, though. Oh, it's a novel called Belfleur. Okay. So Joyce Carol Oates released a novel called Belfleur in 1980. Oh. The year I was born. Wow. And my parents read this book. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters in this book is called Jedediah Belfleur. And, and they really liked it that name and they gave it to me Belfleur is a american 100 years of solitude oh. is the way it's described it's it's this magical realism family chronicle you know history of many generations of this the Belfleur family mm-hmm. was jedediah the patriarch of the Belfleur well, he was, family he was indeed his sort of storyline is he he sort of removes himself from society he goes yeah. off to a cabin in the woods to find god basically and he he ends up shitting himself <laughs> That's literally like the sort of climax of his storyline is he just um, has violent diarrhea all over the cabin. And he retreats back to society. Yeah. My parents saw this and they were like, that's our son. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he's, he's his brother and the rest of his living family is murdered. His brother's wife is left. So he's kind of called back to society to continue on the Belfleur name. He beds his brother's wife? Yes. That, yeah. Really? Yeah. The brother's dead. Okay, that's like Legends of the Fall. Yeah, a little, a little Legends of the Fall ish. So that's where my name comes from. Yeah. What's the story with your name? I think my parents just liked the name Tori. Oh, so do I. Oh, thank you. Everybody does. Well, I didn't used to, but I've grown to be quite fond of it because uh, it's a girl's name. Yeah. Historically. Right. Yeah. Well, I, when I think of Tori, I think man. Big strong man. Big strong strapping man. <laughs> For the first time in my life, probably maybe two years ago, I met another male Tory with the same spelling. Wow. And we didn't even have to say anything to each other. We looked at each other. This and is we, what we, it feels like we, when doves cry. We, we both understood. <laughs> um, he was around my age. I could imagine his whole life trajectory, like a childhood being picked on. <laughs> Going to college and people being like, oh, that's a nice original name and coming to accept it. Yeah, yeah, growing into it. Yeah, but again, this was all communicated through our eyes. Just glance. (laughs) glance. The infinite sadness behind (laughs) the eyes of a Tory. (laughs) I really, the visual I have in my head is you're across the room from each other and you don't even... We don't say a word. You don't even meet, but you just look at each other and you think, that man's named Tory as well. (laughs) And you lock eyes. It's yeah. like the subtlest of nods. You move it says on. it all. A lifetime. It speaks a lifetime. So you don't know what but you don't know what it means. I think it means from the hills, maybe. Oh. I think it's Irish. I look, think it means from the hills. That's nice. You're like a little rabbit. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um look it up. Okay. Here I look. Okay. So it says here Oh, there's a couple meanings. Watchtower. Ooh. 
lives by the tower <laughs> from the craggy hills okay uh there victory and castle wow it's a very stately name you're like you're like some sort of like duke or prince. Yeah. You're like some sort of woodland, some sort of forest leader, like Robin Hood. Right. I was, yeah, very much. <laughs> um, look at my name. Uh, let's see. Beloved of Jehovah. Oh. Friend of God. Ah, friend of God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm God's friend. Yeah. That's nice. That's our first names. Yeah. What about, I mean, I'm, I'm easy. No, no mystery here. Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously I come, my ancestors were, were bakers. Mm-hmm. That's open and shut case yeah there yeah but pocket i don't know I, I i thought at one point it meant little pocket in french a tiny pocket or like a bag i think i've seen on the side of a truck something in french like packet like little packet like a... <laughs> you're just a little packet from the craggy hills <laughs> <laughs> there are worse things to be and i'm and i'm like you know god's best friend bread yeah um, let's take a look. Okay, so the old French word paquette mm. meant a bunch of kindling. <laughs> uh, oh, thus, oh, like a little packet. A little packet of kindling. In some instances, the name may have originally been an occupational name for a gatherer or seller of kindling. Well, that makes sense. So that's like the, both of our names. That, I don't know if this is apocryphal or what, but what they tell us... Is that your name was what your occupation was. Yeah, our last names come from a time before people had last names right and that is just like this is tom he's he, a miller he, mm-hmm. he yeah he mills all the grain mm-hmm. he's tom the miller and that turned into tom miller mm-hmm. and then it kind of got separated from its meaning when you know one of tom's great-great-grandchildren decided to do something other than milling mm-hmm. but by that time the name was already baked in yeah my ancestors you know baked baked goods for oh. the town mm-hmm and, you know, your ancestors just hauled a bunch of sticks about. <laughs> My underachieving door door. ancestors. <laughs> like flogging, kindling, the laughing stock of old France. <laughs> yeah, but without them, my ancestors couldn't have baked right. the, the daily bread. That's true. So, so thank you. Well, kindling, not firewood. I mean... <laughs> like, yeah, but you can't start, you can't a, fire start a fire without, without kindling. The kindling. Yeah, that's true. Yes, don't sell yourself short, <laughs> you tiny packet. I wonder if we preceded the the firewood family. Like, if we... Like, here comes the pockets, and then immediately after they come... <laughs> Roy Firewood. <laughs> I've been sitting here lamenting the fact that Baker is so obviously what it is. Right. Like there's, no, there's no mystery at all there. But my mom's last name, you know, the other half of my ancestry, is Hagman. Mm-hmm. Which, recently, I wondered if it was a, a bastardization of hangman. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> you know, you've got this fellow carrying a packet of kindling around town. <laughs> you've got a man baking bread. And then you've got, you know, just the local executioner. In the outskirts of town. <laughs> the hangmans. <laughs> the hangmans. The hangman family. <laughs> and, like, you know, they, they moved from one country to another and just sort of dropped the end. Kind of re- I love getting rid of their violent past. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Let's okay. find out what let's, what let's take a look. the, the truth is, the oh, truth of the Hagmans. Hagman, I'm going to take a guess before you say this. Uh-huh. This is clearly not going to be true because I'm just saying the English meanings of the words. Yeah. but like you know, a man who's like a hag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna take a stab in the dark, just yeah. sort of a man who's got the qualities of like an old sort of crone. <laughs> I hope that's not right. The qualities that are traditionally associated with a hag. <laughs> well, we're wrong on oh, all goods. It's uh, of Swedish origin, which is surprising to me. Okay. I didn't know you were Swedish. I, I didn't know either. 
The meaning is ornamental or topographic name for someone who lived by an enclosure. <laughs> by an enclosure? By an enclosure. <laughs> From hag, which means enclosure, <laughs> plus man, man. Uh, enclosure man? <laughs> enclosure man. It's not even... By an enclosure it's man. Not even, it's not his... It's not his... Is it his enclosure? <laughs> no. He's just near it? Yes. Come on. It's yeah. like the pack... The, you carry around packets. You bake bread. What's the thing that you do? What's the, your defining characteristic? Yeah. Um, you know, I sort of like I live near a fence. <laughs> well, that's it. Oh, you're, yeah. the, you're the Hagmans. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even a shepherd. I mean, no. shepherd's a last name. Shepherd right. interacted. The shepherd family interacted yeah. with the fence. They put their sheep inside. The Hagmans just lived fifty feet away. Yeah. The shepherds were probably always chasing the Hagmans away. Like, <laughs> it was like, well, we have to live get, near get a, a fence. Get away from our fence. <laughs> no, we have to live near it at least. Let us be near it. Maybe the pockets uh, smashed down the fence. <laughs> for your kindling. For the kindling. <laughs> Constantly dislocating the Hagmans. <laughs> it's all we have. It's not even ours, so we can't legally stop you from doing it. It's not our fence. We're just nearby, <laughs> chasing us around town. Our long-standing family rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, we're having this discussion. As you may remember from last week, the first day of this week's entries is the Hagman family reunion. Oh, that's right. Everybody, Everybody's descended on Morseville. Yeah, everyone's come up for a little visit. For the family reunion. The yearly reunion. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. August 14th. Family reunion today. I taped the reunion. I went to the beach. I took a shower. I washed my hair. I'm tired. C-E-I-A, R-H, and A-Y-A-O-T-D. <laughs> We're new. <laughs> I mean, those acronyms have to be TV shows, right? Yeah. What are they? God, I couldn't begin to crack those. C-E-I-A. Okay. A-Y-A-O-T-D mm-hmm. is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, miss, this is maybe the Nickelodeon nighttime lineup. Yeah. Do you remember Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. I used to love that show. Yeah. So spooky. Family reunion. Yeah. The family reunion. Yeah. The entire Hagman clan. My mom's brothers and sisters and, you know, their children. Was this a yearly? This it was. Yeah, we did it. We did it every year. We have this lovely succession of photographs, kind of. Do you remember this one? No. But there... you know what? What? I don't have to. How come? Because I taped that reunion and... Oh, there's the tape. There's the tape. It says, it says family reunion in green gel pen right on it. There must have been this just pack of colorful gel pens around the house in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's this tiny little tape. Mm-hmm. Let's take a little look. Hi, Josie. Hi, Hi Pete. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, everybody. Yes. Father of Jed and Josie? Yeah, that's me. Really? Hey, Jed. Hey, Pete. Pete, say something. 
Say something for the camera. The first five minutes of this is just me shoving the camera in everybody's face. <laughs> yeah. And demanding they perform. <laughs> and you can find, even five minutes in, people are starting to get a little... It's wearing thin. With me. Yeah, it's yeah. raining. We're all sort of stuck in the house. Yeah. Trying to have... We had plans for a grand outdoor barbecue, it seems, but we're all just crammed into the, the living room and dining room. <laughs> and I'd like to introduce the matriarch of the family. A what? Well, what's a matriarch? I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know. The, like the oldest female. I don't know either. Right? Is that what it is? The head. This gives me real, real fondness for all the people in this, in this video. Okay. Stop talking so much. What? Do something. This is boring. Except for myself. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to eat dinner. Do something. I know. Demanding. What are they supposed to I'm do? I'm demanding entertainment. <laughs> this is boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody <laughs> in my family. John, say something funny. John, say something funny. So at one point, I turned the camera on, on myself. Mm -hmm. Hi. I'm taping this. It's very boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. <laughs> but, like, what did I expect? I know. The first building that they had was the. My impression of that. What a little shit. <laughs> I was just, like, speaking gibberish. My dad's right there. Yeah. <laughs> My impression of dad. Hi. At this point, people are just ignoring me. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear the one? What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? So my mom, trying to come up with content right. for my incessant video taping, uh -huh. starts off what I think is the... The best thing about this video. Okay. What was her joke? Or did, you, did we get the punchline? I heard the setup. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay. Because well, you'll you'll find out in a second. Okay. What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? What? Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor man? Again. I don't know. Say what? what did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog man? Vendor. What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog man? What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? What did he say? Hot dog vendor. What did he say to the hot dog vendor? What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? Hey, Coco! Say, what did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? Oh, he doesn't speak English, I've gathered the entire family in front of the video camera. Stage in, like, a beautiful tableau. Yeah. I'm surprised. It looks like the Last Supper. <laughs> And we're all just sitting and, and looking directly at the camera. Mm -hmm. And I've just kind of started it and then inserted myself in the front and had a little countdown. Mm -hmm. 
Are you ready to find out what the Zen Buddhist said to the hot dog vendor? Uh, yes, I've been waiting. Make me one with everything! <laughs> Was it worth it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I clearly was very taken with that joke. I remember that being one of the few jokes, like proper adult jokes that I knew and as a child. You, yeah. And and my mom said it and set off this chain reaction. I think Pizza Man would be a better, but... but uh, It's in New York. Oh, no, but pizza's in New York. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's good. It's good. It's a good one. You've made me question everything. <laughs> this is the type of joke where... If you really thought about it, yeah, all it's like riddle adjacent, yeah. In that, if you thought, well, what is something that a Zen Buddhist would say, and what is something that you might say to a hot dog man, and what is the one sentence that could fulfill right. both of those true. those responsibilities? Yeah. Um, and you would come up with "Make me one with everything." It's like an SAT problem. It's clever, <laughs> but it's not funny. Yeah, uh, I do wonder if anyone has ever like laughed very, very hard at that joke. <laughs> Well, I just wonder why I appear to have devoted my entire afternoon to making everyone in my family recite it and then, you know, shout the answer. Well, because I, I know why, because you'd been for, you know, 20 minutes trying to get stuff from your family. <gasps> yes. your, your mom finally gave you some. Oh, I came up. I finally got my gimmick. You finally get your gimmick. And you're like, <laughs> well, this is you probably really appreciated it. As, mm-hmm. as a joke and you're like this is what this is what i have to work with and yeah. this is what i'm going to do yeah i didn't have to demand people say something say anything i didn't have to demand be funny it fulfilled right. all of my needs yeah. all of my creative needs for that afternoon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> thanks for giving me the spark i needed you're getting you're getting my... like panicked you're getting a little frantic <laughs> say something say anything <laughs> <sighs> After that, I just sort of keep keep filming events. Um, we watch TV, we go outside, set off some fireworks, uh, and everybody leaves. Yeah, that's that's the afternoon. I think it's um, it's just a lovely little slice. It is of, of life. Life in nineteen ninety three. August fourteenth, nineteen ninety three, was my grandfather's seventy seventh birthday. Oh, he is still alive, which means what? Last week, yeah. August fourteenth, was his one hundred and second that's right birthday mm-hmm. my god mm-hmm. what is his name his name is peepa <laughs> what is his given name his, his... <laughs> baby peepa peepa what is what is his actual name his name is lucian <gasps> mm-hmm. could we get lucian Buckhead on the show we could is he well enough to speak could you, could you call him yeah. <laughs> he is what year were you born in? You were born in 1916. Uh, uh, How does it feel to be 102 years old? 102? Uh, just about like if I was 100. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never made great big plans or thought about any one year. I, I don't worry about it because we can't change time. We might be able to change it in our own mind. But if we're talking about 10 o'clock in the morning versus uh, uh, 15 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah, we we can't really change that. Yeah. That's going to, that, you know, that's going to happen anyway. It's true. Time only moves in one direction. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, right. You can't change that. Peepaw. Happy birthday, Peepaw. Happy birthday, Peepaw. <laughs> Belated. 
August 15th. Bodie is funny. Me, Josie, and Dad went to Joanne's house. She has two black kittens. Hmm. I called Dad a moron. <laughs> he got pissed off. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> ha ha. I played Frisbee. No idea who Joanne yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know. I don't remember Joanne. I don't remember her two black kittens. Yeah. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Uh, I also wonder why you called your dad a moron. I'm such a little asshole to my dad. <laughs> I mean, what a little shit. <laughs> I Calling my dad a moron in front of Joanne, no less. <laughs> I know. Unbelievable. Don't you dare embarrass me in front of Joanne. There are two, black, two kittens. black kittens. Yeah, gosh, I don't. That is, this is an example of something that's totally gone. Totally it's lost. a It's a lovely, lovely little detail. Yeah. I, I visited someone's house and there were, there were two black kittens there, <laughs> followed by, by insulting my father. <laughs> Joanne, I'm sorry I don't remember you. Yeah. And Dad, I'm sorry I called you mm-hmm. a moron. Yeah, I am too. Those black kittens, there's no chance they're still alive, is there? Uh, no. I okay. mean, it would be a miracle. I, <laughs> I don't I don't think... I, I can't imagine anything but a handful of cats have ever lived to 25, 25. years. Yeah. Over 25 years, because they were kittens. Yeah. I'm not that familiar with cats. I just never had a cat, so I don't know what their lifespans are like. Yeah. They're... 20 or so, probably. <laughs> No, I mean the oldest of cats. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, there's a, there's a cat online right now. That's the oldest I've been seeing on Twitter lately. That's the, the oldest cat. Is it thirty? Are you saying that because you saw it? No, I'm just wondering. <laughs> Why are you wondering if it's thirty specifically? <laughs> that just would be an incredible age to reach. <laughs> it would be the peepa of cats. The oldest cat in the world ever on record was thirty years old. Really? That is thus far. The oldest a cat can possibly be. Okay. That's like the equivalent of humans living to 120. Yeah. There's a list of oldest cats on Wikipedia. And the criteria for being on this list is you have to have reached at least 20 years old. Okay. So 20. So 20 is, is 20 old. Is, 20 is deep, a, a nearly impossible age for a cat. Deep old age. Okay. Reach. 20 is the age at which, you know, it's a it's remarkable if a cat is that old. Okay. That's when you earn a space on the Wikipedia page of the oldest cats. <laughs> oldest cats. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I've just said the oldest cat on record is was 30. Yeah. But I'm looking at a tweet right now mm-hmm. from last year mm-hmm. that uh, says the world's oldest cat is 31. Oh. Yeah, this says nut, Nutmeg, the world's oldest cat, mm-hmm. was 31. You know what, though? Because I don't know about this because this, this just... This is good. This is goes to show you. You should be careful. Buyer beware. I was just looking at these exact two photos of this cat. Mm-hmm. And it was a tweet from 2017 saying this is the oldest cat. He's 31. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking at a tweet from literally from today. <laughs> really? Same thing. <laughs> that says Nutmeg, the oldest cat, celebrating his 31st birthday. Okay. Something is, something is amiss. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm being linked to a Wikipedia article in the first reply to that tweet. And Nutmeg died last August. He was 32. Wow. They, they just keep getting older. <laughs> There's a lot of lessons happening right now. Yeah. Don't believe everything you read. Right. But also, if you do enough research, everything will make sense. Despite his long life... Nutmeg did not qualify for Guinness World Records because there's no documentation to prove his age. Mm. He was around five years old when he was adopted in 1990. So So he's at least 27. Yeah, but there's no way to be sure he was 32 when he died. Yeah. Which is why that other cat, the the cat from Texas, Mm -hmm. got that honor. Yeah. 30 years old is an unlikely age Mm -hmm. for a cat to live to. Mm -hmm. So those 
kittens are almost certainly dead. <laughs> is the point. But they might not be. That's true. August 16th. Today is Monday. I like this color. I'm going to show the color to Tori. Oh, yeah. uh, It's kind of a fluorescent orange. Yeah. It's a cousin to that blue pen. I like that color, too. I like it, too. It's like a Halloween kind of color. Everybody likes this color. I had TKD. Yeah. (laughs) I hate it. Mm -hmm. We have to run before each class now. Ah. I am getting to hate it. (laughs) I went to beach. I mean... TKD does sound miserable. (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to be, it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. It's exercise. It's discipline. You know, you're, you're, you're training your body. It's not supposed to be pleasant. And I mean, unless you're just recording some of the grueling aspects more now, it it seems like it's gotten more difficult. I think, I think it's ramped up a little bit now that that I'm a high yellow belt. I think, I think that that, it just comes with the territory. It's like, like okay, you're like, you know, let's get serious now. Yeah. I've got to spar. I've got to run before (laughs) um, every, every class. I can't say I definitely remember that specifically, but I certainly have, eh, I might be remembering Jim. I mean, I definitely. Oh yeah. That sounds horrible to me today. Yeah. I, I like this kind of just running back and forth. Yeah. For exercise. Oh, I always. I don't. Ha- I don't want to do that. Running. You ran more than I did. I, I mean, did. I mean, I was in track in yeah. high school and cross country. Ugh. When we had to run the mile at gym, me and Matt would just walk the whole thing. <laughs> We'd get like fifteen-minute miles. Uh, you know, it would be over in way if you I just know. did it. I it know. would be over so fast. I remember Pretty being fast. at like the starting line, and some people really taken off taken off and yeah. from the jump we just sort of like <laughs> sauntered our way 15 minutes i don't i guess that means the other kids had to wait for us <laughs> no, we just they like held up 70 go people in, they'd go inside i don't think so i think we couldn't move on to, we collectively moved on to the next activity did the gym teacher give you guff oh yeah yeah definitely yeah as well he should have yeah you two were a blot on the morristown physical education program <laughs> And we still stumbled across the finish line, clutching our cramping stomachs. <laughs> Just embarrassment to all. <laughs> Everybody waiting for us. I remember always being very firmly average at that. Mm-hmm. Like there would be the kids who were very fast, yeah. and they would be in front, and then there would be the people who were just sort of like jogging. Mm-hmm. And then there would be you, you, the two of you, way way back. Yeah. But I would always, often, I remember being alone in this sort of in like between, the pack yeah, the like very much, like just me, yeah, like really solidly in between the super fast and like everybody else. Yeah, you've expressed only once, I think, guilt about skipping taekwondo. You you seem to skip rec with abandon and have yeah. no, but I guess they're different. Rec was something like yeah. a program we were enrolled in. TKD was it was a commitment. Rec is just something that's taken something, up your time. Something that you like you're yeah, you're refining yeah. a skill, you're developing something. Good. You just can't abide it anymore. You no. maybe you feel it a got, commitment, but it's becoming un- intolerable. It's gotten too hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> August seventeenth. I rented Cool World, the movie. I saw Rookie of the Year at Bijou. I went to the mini golf course with George, Moya, Peter, Elena, Josie, and Dad. Today is Tuesday. And <laughs> that is a full day. I don't know how you crammed all that stuff. Yeah, that's into a one lot. Day. I rented a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I watched it. I might just rent it. That's true. Rookie of the Year. Talk yeah. about Rookie of the Year. 
I mean, it was a great movie. It was every kid's dream. Yeah. Do you remember? He he broke his arm, I think, and then yep. he, he for some reason it, he it bestowed upon him this rocket arm. A young boy. He breaks his arm and it just healed the way it heals. The way it heals, the, like it heals too strong. It be, the yeah, tendons are too tight. Or creates something. this like slingshot arm. Yeah. He improbably make, goes to the majors, but he's like oh he 12, does. I think oh, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He's so good. And becomes the titular rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Well, it looks like one movie wasn't enough. Yeah. For me. And I also wanted to see Cool World, the movie. Mm-hmm. As we, I think we mentioned a, a we've poor, talked about a poor man's Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Not a good, not a good film yeah. by any metric. Mm-hmm. Early Brad Pitt, though. Very early Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. August eighteenth. Today is Grandma's birthday. Oh. She is sixty-nine. Oh. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> I didn't go to TKD. Yay. <laughs> I played with Matt all day. We had fun. We did lots of stuff. I got two cracks. <laughs> you blew off your grandmother's birthday to play with Matt. <laughs> you were just talking about the guilt that I felt a few weeks ago about not going to Taekwondo. Yeah. It has no evolved trace, no trace of yeah, guilt there. Into, into nothing but joy. Um, yeah, th- this is really, it's very clear. Yeah. The, the end is nigh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> grandma's birthday. Grandma's 69th birthday. Yeah. My my mom's mom, Elena. So in that tape, the family reunion tape, this yeah. was that was like days before her birthday? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. She looked great. She'd yeah. been, she was in the hospital last week yeah, and the week I was before, say, but she's home and she, she seems fine. I was picturing her looking more frail, but she, no. she looked... The matriarch yeah. of the family, as my dad said. Yeah. <laughs> she was a really sweet woman. Mm-hmm. Um, very... Very, very kind. She lived with us for years. Um, very irreverent. She yeah. had like a very inappropriate sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And she liked gadgets. She liked... Really? I think maybe I got some of that from her. Oh, cool. You know, she had a computer like years before this. Yeah. Um, like that, I think, introduced me like my first home video game. It was like a little sort of Pac-Man clone. Mm-hmm. Where you were chasing, chased around a maze. Oh. But she also had a, uh, a tape recorder, which is not very interesting in 1993, but... Maybe slightly more interesting in 1985. Uh-huh. A tape. Another tape where this audio tape is from. So this is a tape that Grandma Elena um, made uh, of her and me going through this book, We Sing Silly Songs, mm, that, yeah. that I had growing up. And I know all the songs because there was a tape along with that as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of tapes this week. Yeah. So this is this audio tape that she made. Uh, of us kind of just reading through it kind of she was just showing showing me what was possible <laughs> with technology <laughs> when i was four years old oh. so if you don't mind i'd nope. love to play just just uh just a little a little snippet I'd of, love to of this tape whoops <laughs> wrong side <laughs> Now sing something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm recording. I'm recording what you say. Okay. Record. What should I sing it? Mm, anything you want. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Now I'm gonna sing another one. Now I'm gonna sing another one. How you have to sing it the real way is like this. Mm-hmm. 
Twinkle, twinkle, little baseball, how I wonder what your face holds. <laughs> Up above the sky so high, like a hiney in the sky. God, my four-year-old voice is so cute. It's cute, yeah. I think something that's very interesting about both that tape and the the videotape from 1993 is mm-hmm. that, like, I'm trying to be funny no matter what. Yeah. Like, there's this thing about jokes mm-hmm. that I like. I has been with me all my my whole life. Mm-hmm. It seems it's just been like something I've naturally gravitated to. Yeah, trying to get a laugh. Twinkle, twinkle, little baseball. I'm only <laughs> just realizing this now. Yeah. But I do wonder if because in Alice in Wonderland, the uh-huh. Disney Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. At one point, I think maybe the the Dormouse, like the drunken, sleepy Dormouse, Mm -hmm. sings Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Bat. Oh. And I wonder, kind of like I did with that insult about the dog and the cat. Right. I wonder if in this case, I I was like, I'm going to pull a funny joke now. Yeah. And I thought to myself, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Bat. Uh, I don't want to just say exactly that. What's like a bat a baseball <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the rest of it's just riffing right wonder what, because wonder, fa- wonder, face what hall is just nonsense <laughs> but ball. it rhymes with baseball yeah <laughs> and then Heine's just funny no matter who you are right yeah. you, don't need to, you don't need to rhyme to justify this <laughs> i love i think it's either it's my it's either my mom my mom's there too i can't tell if it's my mom or my grandma that that's asking me where i learned where, you learned where did i learn Heidi from <laughs> and i i demure yeah i don't know the mean streets of morseville <laughs> <What for? laughs> that's just another another thing that i'm so i'm like i'm so happy i have yeah. this is like a beautiful little, little yeah. window into the past mm-hmm. um not 25 years ago but uh 33 33 years ago like this episode like this episode it's all connected (laughs) happy birthday grandma happy birthday belated and posthumously Mm -hmm. august 19th i'm at my mom's two of the shelves in the living room fell down (laughs) lots of stuff broke oh no baba elena might have done it George says it just fell by itself. <laughs> Something fishy's going on. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like your uncle's engaged in the cover-up. <laughs> so, so another horrible thing that I do this week. Well, listen, I, I mean, I, I want to apologize for that. I want to clear the air. You know, I want us to start with a, a clean slate. Start fresh. Can we, can we do that? Sure. Okay. Now, 25 years ago, did you lie about your daughter knocking the shelves off the wall at my mom's house. Hello? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I thought maybe you hung up because you were like, oh, God, Christ, the jig is up. How old was Babe at the time? Well, it was 25 years ago. She was two. She was two years old. And how high are the shelves? I think I think if I'm remembering correctly, they were shelves that were um, 
kind of reachable. Some of them were reachable from the couch. The couch was against the wall. If you were a two-year-old standing on the arm of the couch, you could reach the bottom two shelves. Well, and I suspected 25 years ago in the diary that Elena had done it, but you claimed these shelves just sort of miraculously fell off the wall on their own. All I can say is that I don't see why I would have lied about it. Why would I have no. lied? I don't know. Why did you lie about all the computer games? <laughs> I thought we we had gone beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> beyond that. You obviously process of your dealing with your past is not working very well. You're supposed to have let it go now that you've dealt with it. Look, I'm just looking for tr- I'm just looking for truth and justice at this point. Well, I would have no reason to have lied. So, so you're standing by your story that 25 years ago these shelves just somehow fell off the wall on their own. I think there was an earthquake. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Or, I or a man ran into the house, mm. ran into the room. Uh-huh. Knocked down the shelf. Okay. And then ran out, and I never saw him. So I thought that the shelving had fallen on its own. That's as, as far as you know it had, but the man. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm willing to believe that as the truth, but I am going to call Elena to see what she remembers. No, don't do that. <laughs> oh, why not? No, 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 no. no, no. Well, she's, I mean, it can't hurt to ask. So that's George's side of the story. Mm-hmm. Let's check with Elena. Two of the shelves in the living room fell down. Baba might have done it. George <laughs> says they just fell down by themselves. <laughs> wow, very protective father. Well, I've so I've I've interrogated your father, and he maintains that they simply miraculously fell off the wall all by themselves. Mm. But let me ask you, did you pull those shelves down? Absolutely not. I couldn't reach them. Well, you could have reached them because the couch was right up against, if you were standing on the arm of the couch, you would have been able to reach the bottom two shelves. Oh. You know, I probably did pull them down because I used to jump around like a crazy monkey everywhere. Like, I loved climbing on things and, like, reaching up and grabbing things, so I bet you I did. Okay, well, so so at the very least, we can say, as I wrote in the diary, you might have done it. Yes. Do you think your dad is covering for you? Um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's a good dad. He is. And even, I bet you he doesn't even know that he's doing it. He probably... Back in the day, he used to think that, like, I was a little angel that did nothing wrong. So I bet you, he's just like, yeah, why would she pull the shop down? What I wonder, and what we don't know, is why did I suspect you to have done it? Someone must have told I mean, you weren't in the room when this happened? I mean, if I was, I would have known that you did it or didn't do it. I just had to, I had a feeling. Hmm. Maybe based on the fact that you were a terror. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay, yeah. so to recap, you have no memory of this? None. But you don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that you did do it? Agreed. Okay. I mean, that's, I think that's as good as we're going to get. 
Okay. Let me know if you solve the mystery. I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> August 20th. George, Moya, Elena, and Peter are leaving tomorrow. George was starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> Peter was trying to hurt me a lot today. Oh. Annie can fake sneeze really good. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fill of family this week, yeah. it sounds like. Uh, I wonder what George was, was uh, doing, doing to get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I wonder why Peter was trying to hurt me a lot today. <laughs> yeah. That is my young cousin, a couple years younger than me. Um, yeah, I think probably just we were maybe a little stir-crazy yeah. after after this week together. All time together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the standout most interesting thing of this entry... And the last sentence in the diary this week mm-hmm. is Annie can fake sneeze really yeah. good. And that is my aunt. And I never knew your aunt to be a great fake sneezer. Neither did I. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fascinating claim. Yeah. Can I hear a fake sneeze? Sure. I used to do that when I was in, in high school and I wanted to get out of class. I would start sneezing. And um, <laughs> yeah, so, okay. <laughs> God, that makes me want to sneeze. That wasn't yeah. real? No. You are good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's very, in person, it's even more effective. So I would do that, and then the nun would say, you know, Anne, why don't you go to the nurse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and just, I, like, skip, skip down the hallway and go home. Exactly. I actually had hoped at that time, I was like, well, can I get a, a job doing commercials or something for cold medicine? Well, I mean, it's a skill, right? You know, not everybody has it. No, you know what? I think I have it too, actually. My my fake sneezes are, are nothing to be sneezed at. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were really good. Yeah. I, I believed it. Yeah. Let's, uh, Give it a shot. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want to go first or should I? I'll, go, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I've got it in my blood. So Do you? Well, I mean, uh, you know, she's my aunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> was that good? Mm-hmm. It was bad. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It just, it the, the intake, didn't it? I didn't buy it. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. That was better. Yeah. That was better. That felt pretty good. Okay, let me try. <clears throat> oh, that was good. Was that all right? Yeah, that was so good. So you got to really go for it. Yeah. I just like put, I sent spit everywhere. Yeah. I think you were sort of holding back. Yeah. I'll try another one. <laughs> How's that? Actually, you're, you're triggering my sympathetic sneeze impulse. <laughs> you really got to just, you got to let loose. Yeah. Just spit everywhere. I'll try another one. um folks i only have one thing to ask of you this week first of all thank you for tuning in Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. please call the tip line at 1-802-851-9578 and give us your best fake sneezes Mm -hmm. i'd love to just just right now right now call 1-802-851-9578 uh leave your name 
and then just let let loose, let her rip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to have a compilation of, of, of like fifty to seventy five <laughs> fake sneezes to play at the at the top of next week's episode. Yeah, we can do a remix. Yeah, can you, can I can I hear one more from you? Mm-hmm. Re- really, really let it let her at it. Wait just a second. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. Jedder Diaries, Jedder Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through. <laughs>